Hello, this is Keeping Up with the Pantheons. This show contains adult subjects and adult language. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, this is Keeping Up with the Pantheons. We're on episode four. Awesome. I'm here with my co-host. Tyler. You know what? <laughs> you suck at that. <laughs> I honestly have a problem with it because I feel like names are just construct. No, I'm just kidding. It's just so weird to say my own name, but I also, in casual conversation, refer to myself as Tyler and we, so I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Is that just going to be our tagline now? Anyways. One of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> song stuck in my head is weak because I can't remember. Anyways. So. All right, Tyler, this week's episode is on the Fomorians. Which is? They are a group of, I don't know, they're gods, spirits, giants, something from uh, Irish. Okay, but they're groups? They're not just like a... It's a group. Yeah, they're kind of organized into clans this week. And I'm asking the question, are they just terrible monsters or are they victims of a, another group of victorious gods? Okay. Now, the like I was saying, the Fomorians come to us to, through Irish mythology, and nobody seems to be able to even agree what they look like or where they came from. Mm-hmm. In some descriptions, they are thought to have been a race of giants or spirits that either came from under the sea or from the netherworld. There's some that they came from across the ocean like the Middle East or something, mm-hmm. all over the place. It's kind of like how we actually can't decide on what angels look like, but all I know is that they have like 20 eyes and three mouths. <laughs> right. No, that's actually, that's yeah. legit. Yeah. Uh, there are some accounts that they had the bodies of men, but the heads of goats. I can get down with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or they all had one eye, one arm, and one leg. Which doesn't sound very functional. That sounds like a depressed snake. <laughs> <laughs> Just in one big circle. Uh, of course, though, the ones who mated with the group of gods that took over later, uh, mm-hmm. called the Tuathne Danan, were... Uh, Say that again. Tuathne Danan. How many times did you practice that, Alex? I'm not even sure if I'm saying it correctly now. Okay, okay. You know what? You just sound so confident, but I'm just believing you. Okay. Yeah, just go with it. Yeah. Uh, We're said to be very beautiful, the ones that married in. So that Mm -hmm. sounds a little suspect to me personally. As in, like... Like, maybe they weren't so bad looking, but because they were the enemies, they were like, You're ugly! Oh, perspective. Uh-huh. History's written by the rulers. Right. No, actually... Or victors, I... sorry. Yeah. Uh, many mo- uh, modern scholars think they may have represented the darker aspects of nature, like chaos, darkness, plague, okay. and so forth. Now, in the old books that were written of Ireland's mythical past, it talks about different people kept coming to Ireland and coming face-to-face with the Fomorians. Okay. Uh, there was a, a first group called the uh, Kaiser that got wiped out, uh, but and they seem to have been there before the Fomorians, but they were all dead. Okay. Uh, the second group to arrive 
called the Parthalons. Uh, they landed on Ireland and brought the making of uh, houses and animal husbandry, like, so raising... Agriculture? Yeah, agriculture type stuff. Okay. Uh, and so forth. Uh, but the Fomorians were already there at this point. Okay, so did they do some pillaging? Uh, yeah, well, they came in and they started having wars over the land the the ones who did agriculture and then the flavomarians flamorians yes i almost was right yeah you're you're close okay <laughs> so eventually the parthalons won and killed the flamorians and took over for a time but then they all died of plague <laughs> <laughs> plague came through wiped them out <laughs> Uh, good. We're we're good to go. Not so, one plague victim. <laughs> <laughs> Next group that come in was uh, the Nemed, uh, who also ran into the Fomorians, which is weird. Uh, yeah, because didn't it, you just say they all died? Well, mo- or, well, the Parthians well, died, okay. but it was thought that they all got killed. But I'm yeah, guessing yeah. it was like the soldiers that got killed, and, but not the entire uh, race, right? Are these the ones that were beautiful now? Nope, not yet. Oh, still ugly? They're still... Still snake people? Half snake people? <laughs> or, you know what? They're half snake, half lizard people. Uh, th- I'm going with the goat. Uh, I like the goat. Um, I like the one arm, one leg. That's It's just not functional. <laughs> Have you heard the one song, the uh, the purple people eater? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've I heard that. I can't remember any of the song, but no. something. Now, when the Nemeds came, they started a war against the Fomorians. I uh, feel like there's a uh, pattern going on here. Right, right. It, the pattern does continue. Uh, they killed their two kings. The uh, Fomorians? Flamor- the Fomorian kings. Okay. Uh, two kings? Yeah, they That's had two, pretty... Yeah, they had two kings. And... In the sense of, like, they're gay? No. Oh. No, not in that sense. In I the, thought that was like pretty like like chieftains ruling over a people. Okay, I'm a little disappointed because I thought it was going to be gay, and then I was like, oh, I'm suddenly ten times more interested. But now I'm just a little bit more disappointed. <laughs> we have a running theme. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> that that is also fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's. There. Uh, but later the Fomorians rose up, uh, rose up and they enslaved the Nemeds and started to exact heavy tributes. But I'm going with the Nemeds kind of had it coming. I mean, they killed, they invaded, they started killing the Fomorians, killed their leaders, and then the Fomorians were able to, you know, rise back up and be like, fuck you, and now you're our slaves. <laughs> so... Psych out combo. Yeah. Uh, But a little bit later on, the Nemeds, getting a new leader, went to war against the Fomorians, which ended during a sea battle when the sea rose up and killed both sides. Wait, the sea? Like. The ocean. Okay, so like in um, Avatar The Last Airbender, where Avatar Aang gets all pissed off and turns into a sea monster? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, well. I, I'm not going with quite that dramatic, but maybe it was to the people on the boats. <laughs> uh, that was a good laugh. We just did a good laugh track. That was that was a good laugh. 
Okay, so, uh, so after some time, the next group to come and uh, come to Ireland were called the Firbolg. And okay. they don't actually seem to come across the Fomorians, but basically within 30 years, a, another group also shows up, and that's our uh, Tuath de Danon. Um... And they, yeah, and they invade and they defeat the Firbolg and kind of sequester them off to a little area of land in Ireland. Oh, that's so messed. <laughs> uh... Now, this is where things start to get interesting. The Tuatha uh, De, I'm just going to shorten that, uh, seem to be the old gods of Ireland. Now, Wait, they're the old gods, but then there's also other gods? Even well, older? Like, yeah. Think of, think of it, the difference between like primordial gods versus old gods. Mm, okay, okay. Mm. Uh, so, Wait. I thought I was supposed to be the dumb one. I'm not supposed to know this stuff. You're supposed to explain that stuff to me. What's a primordial god? Uh, so the very elements of nature type representations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so aspects like chaos or the earth itself mm-hmm. versus, say, let's give uh, uh, the titans. From Greek mythology, which I know you read the Percy Jackson series, uh-huh. so okay, so that those makes sense. those would be the old gods for Greeks. Okay, would be the Titans. So the start of it all, and then their children. Yep. Okay. Uh, so the leader of the Tuatha uh, Nueda, uh, he gets his hand chopped his off. His name is Nueda. Something. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he gets his hand chopped off during the battle with the furball, and because of that, he can no longer be king because his body isn't whole. I I don't <laughs> know why. That seems kind of fucked to me, but. So there's an entire race of people who only have one leg, one arm. They can have kings, but you you don't have one hand. And sorry, dude. Bye. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he'd be still be able to hit people with their stump. The, the, schmack, yeah. schmack, schmack. <laughs> so the uh, first king of the uh, Tuathde people ends up actually being a half Fomorian named oh. Bress. So at this point, the Tuathde Danon were already interbreeding with the Fomorians. Wow, fighting? Well, they're not even uh, fighting the Fomorians yet. They were fighting oh, the Furbolgs. Oh, just furbolgs. the Furbolgs. Okay. Yeah, they, uh, so far. Okay. Now, even though Bress was uh, Bress, that's his name, was very beautiful, apparently he wasn't a very good king. He ends up enslaving <laughs> his subjects. All looks no brains. Yeah, and giving tribute to the Fomorians until they get mad and they overthrow him, and they put that Nuada guy uh, up as king who lost his hand because his body got restored from getting a hand that was made of silver but that's still not his hand well oh okay yeah Yeah, that makes it's like getting a prosthetic and everybody's cool with it i mean yeah i would totally be cool with it but like the fact that that was the difference between being king and not was having a silver hand was kind of i think it had to do with how cool the silver hand looked because like if he made like a hand out of like clay or something they'd still be like "Mm." (laughs) but since it was made out of silver and shiny people were like you know what we're gonna let him lead it's cool 
Actually, yeah, that is really cool. Yeah. I, I could get behind that. Yeah. It's almost unfair, though. <laughs> Still. Uh, you had to be cool to be one of us. So, uh, Bress, he flees to his father, who is a Fomorian, and asks for help getting the kingdom back. But his dad's like, nah, you messed up. I'm not helping you. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so he goes to another Fomorian name, uh, leader named uh, Bal- uh, Balor of the Evil Eye. Now, Baylor, I'm going to say it, Baylor. Baylor? Yeah. I'd say... B-A-L-O-R. Balar. Balar? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, He was a lot more warlike than Bress's father, and he agreed to help him. Okay. Uh, Now, on the Tooth de Danon side, though, there was a guy named Lug, or Lou. I'm not sure. It's L-U-G. We don't know how to pronounce names. Can we just... Uh, well, yeah, yeah. there's different variations of the same name, so that's, that's I'd, weird. I'd call him Lug. I'm going to call him Lug. Or uh, Lug. Uh, who was also a half Fomorian, and he was actually the grandson of uh, Baylor. Uh, yeah, so after a terrible <laughs> battle where Nueta got killed by uh, Baylor's magical eye, which kind of was like a death ray from the sounds of it, or a heat ray. So again, like in Avatar The Last Airbender with Sparky Sparky Boom Man. Yeah, uh, but even worse, I guess there's some accounts that uh, he actually had to have a seal over it that had to be slowly removed. And (laughs) and like every stage that they removed a part of the seal, uh, the grass would start to wither and then everything would turn on fire, and <laughs> eventually everything dies once his around him. Once his uh, the silk completely comes okay. off. Plants or just everything? Everything. Plants. People. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so uh, during the battle, after Nueta dies, and he's about to use the eye again, uh, Lug uses a sling and knocks out his grandfather's eye. Through the back of his skull. Ooh, cool. Yeah, which then spins around and gets pointed at the Fomorian army, which then decimates the uh, the Fomorians. So he basically hits him with a rock and then it explodes? It doesn't explode. It, just it, kind it, of... it gets popped out and it's still whole and it turns around and looks at the other army oh, okay. and its magical power is still activated. So it's not in a circle. It's more in like a direction thing. Okay. Yeah. And it just starts killing the Fomorians. Oh, they can't <laughs> even run away. No. Cause no. they only have one leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so after this battle, the Fomorians were driven away. The Fomorians still make appearances and stories from time to time, and some even seem to integrate with the Tuath de Danon afterwards. Uh, so they got invaded, killed off. There's a bit of a skirmish, and now they're kind of, all right, well, we'll try and be friends. And then they become a side character. <laughs> uh, pretty much. Uh, so to wrap this up, the Fomorians were in Ireland before all these other people and groups showed up. Yeah. And they keep getting invaded, but they're always portrayed as the monsters, as the bad guys. And yes, they did, like, enslave the groups if they won, but 
they were also getting killed and oppressed and all that type of stuff by the other groups. I feel like I always say something about how, like, this can always tie into, you know, societies today. And, I mean, I hate to say it, but just America in general has kind of done the same thing. <laughs> well, not just America, but people. Yeah, people have done this through yeah. throughout history. It's it's like that comment you made earlier, the uh, the victors... Oh, yeah, uh, history is written, written by, by the, the victors. victors. Yeah, so, so it sounds to me the Romans did something very similar to the Gauls where they did all these writings about how evil the Gaul, uh, Gauls were and how ugly and terrible. So I kind of wonder if all these descriptions of the Fomorians are basically, well, they're our enemy and they're evil, so they have to be horrible, monstrous creatures. When in actuality, they were just like aspects of dark aspects of nature mm -hmm. which you know you have to have in any mythology <laughs> so <sighs> any any more thoughts i like it when the the bad person is also the attractive person like the scary lady who could step on me from from what anything just anything just yeah okay uh, Catwoman, um, specifically Catwoman, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think, uh, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on while you think, uh, now, eventually, the two of the Danon would be defeated themselves by the Celts, and they were driven underground, and they became the fairy folk. Oh. So, the two of the Danon and fairies from legend are one and the same. Oh. And apparently they were thought to have been gods, the old gods of Ireland. Okay. Mm. Honestly, I can get behind that. Yeah, that's... Fairies th are pretty messed up, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was cool. Uh, cool, too. So, uh, sorry about the, the uh, episode being a bit... Here and there today, we were kind of in a rush between moving and I'm going visiting. on vacation to see my sister. And honestly, I feel like we need to complain about our life a little bit more. We've been moving for the past two weeks. And, like, we also have been working every day. And, and we I mean, still got episodes. I'm super proud of yeah, us. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually surprised that we're getting this done. And not like the day I'm coming back, Monday night, even though we wanted... Oh, yeah, we're uploading episodes on Tuesdays. Not sure if that's clear. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, thank you for listening. Please subscribe to our show where we'll tr uh, be trying to uh, put out weekly updates. I think we're doing pretty good. Uh, we are currently available on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and Outcast. Plus, you can listen to us on uh, Anchor.fm. I said that incorrectly last time. I said Anchor.com. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, it's Anchor.fm. Uh, we should be on some more podcast stations soon. Uh, also, find us on Instagram at... Uh, cute. K-U-W-T-P podcast.
so cute podcast uh twitter at our hashtag and at at cute podcasts as well and our facebook group keeping up with the pantheons uh we'd like to hear from you and find out how you can make this show better for your listening pleasure you can also reach us at our email keepingpantheons.com um also because I apparently shouldn't sing music out loud every single episode. I've made a Spotify playlist. If you want to look it up, it's called... um, My playlist is My Sleep Paralysis Demon Shouldn't Have a Radio, if you want to look that up. (laughs) Oh, and people can actually go on Spotify and look that up as a playlist? Yeah, just my random playlist. It's a public playlist, so people can look at it, like it, and then they can have the music on a playlist that they can look at. Cool. Yeah. Love it. It's literally um, stupid songs that get stuck in my head, like, uh, let's see, Take a Chance on Me um, from ABBA. 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 There we go. I am really bad at names. Uh, Baby by Justin Bieber, Another Brick in the Wall, Pink Floyd, and Wheels on the Bus. <laughs> so. <laughs> that is a horrifying playlist. Do you know how often that song gets stuck in my head? Every day. The The only thing I'm disappointed about is that I can't put, like, jingles in there. So, like, call J.G. Wentworth. It's oh. so cash now. God. I can't do that. I'm so. glad. Just expect that basically anything that could get stuck in your head is stuck in my head constantly. Three songs in a row all at once just hitting me. There's this one song from high school that I get stuck in my head from time to time, and it's just cowbells, and I can't even remember the song. (laughs) All right. I think that's a pretty good place to wrap this up. Thank you for listening, everybody. Have a good night. So many cowbells.